the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Sitting on the porch here at Millburgers, ready to help you with gardening answers. You just call us at 308-8867. 308-8867. Trace is up on the porch with us. Uh, so we'll grab that mic, Trace, and tell us what's going on. Well, it's amazing how many people are picking up tomatoes. I think, <laughs> Isn't it, I think everybody's leaving with at least one. Yeah. And we got a Pretty darn good selection still out there. No, there's lots, but you can tell that the people were buying them yesterday, and uh, and uh, we saw a bunch of folks, uh, lots of people getting like baskets full. Seemed like our producer, our uh, uh, pre- producers produce more uh, uh, 968s. Uh, Had that been uh, readily available this yeah, year? Been this available fall. every yeah. every week so far. We'll see how that oh good pans out. But there's uh, yeah. more coming. Yeah, and that's we appreciate them doing that because that seed is so expensive. And uh, when you look at, let's see, you don't have gallons yet, though, do you? This coming week, I'll have okay. some. Not not the the huge selection, but like celebrity tycoon yeah. and like two or three other varieties of gallons. Yeah, the uh, the tomatoes at this time of the year grow so fast. So the commercial producer, uh, the commercial uh, bedding plant producer, uh, have a have a tendency to, in other words, they have to discard large plants more more often in in the summer than they do in the spring when the temperatures are cooler. Right. So uh, uh, we appreciate them, uh, and that seed is uh, what did they say, thirty five cents a piece. Something like that. It's, it makes a big difference it's, in the cost of them. Oh, yet, yeah. But yet we still put them out at the same price as the other ones. Oh, that's nice. Charles. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they're but worth it, every cent of it. Yeah, but anyway. Boy, are they. They're, they're, uh, you will more than get your, how much are they? Two, $1.99. $1.99. You'll more than get your $1.99 back out of it. <laughs> if you pick them. Yeah. 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 If you... Count it in poundage or yeah, you, number of fruit or hours you spend working in the garden. <laughs> uh, but the taste. Yeah, you'll get it. Your neighbors will get it. And Jer- co-workers uh, will get it. Yeah, we've got a new, well, it seems like every season we get a new one to compare yeah. taste to. And what is it? The next one is going to be uh, Crust, uh, Crusty Lee. 
No. <laughs> Something Ruby crush. crush. Ruby, Cru- crush. Ruby, Ruby crush. Ruby crush. I should be able to remember that. My mo- my gra- my mother's the name middle name. What's crush? Ruby. Oh. <laughs> So uh, anyway, and, and yeah. you think that by the end of the month? Yeah, uh, by the August first, yeah, uh, first week in August. They're booked for the first week in August. Yeah. Okay, good. And uh, you got, we had had some well, a lot of tomatoes that performed really well in the spring, and it's hard, like HM eighteen twenty three. It's hard not to want to plant it this fall. Right. So it's fast. Fruit was high quality. Uh, Excellent, excellent production. Tastes, tastes good. It's in the same league with uh, my book, at least with Tycoon and Red Deuce. Um, so of course those two you would like to have too, and then then the old Reliable uh, to compare them to. Yeah. So they uh, well, one thing uh, that we learned several years ago, uh, you know, because cherry tomatoes or small tomatoes have a tendency to produce so many so many fruit uh especially and especially after the uh after the and and keep producing fruit after the large fruited uh tomatoes have pretty well uh played out their their uh determinant type of plant but uh so everybody would say well cherry tom- all cherry tomato- tomatoes are Heat tolerant or heat setters, uh, and we we all we all thought that for for a long period of time until we put them in the field side by side and tested them, and uh, come to find out that the only one that would set fruit in the in the heat was this 968 cherry that everybody oh, wow. liked so much. So uh, it is a true heat setter. And uh, that that's one of the reasons that, that, that it does so good in the spring and the fall. But uh, it's available now. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody was asking me about, you know, sometime we had, we had a little problem with it in the spring, keeping supplies there. But uh, I I told him told the guy the other day. I said uh, he said, are they gonna have any of that 968 cherry? And I said, uh, absolutely. Uh, so think that, that they got it now. And he said, well, I'm coming over there and get some this weekend. Yeah, it's uh, it's sometimes hard to find. Oh well, yeah. It's, so it's it's gotten so popular. Yeah. Is that another one too? If people called you, they could put some aside. Are you comfortable doing that with No, tomato? but it was on the wish list for when we first got them in. So we had a bunch of people to call. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. What's that for? Oh, the uh, 968. Oh, yeah, the problem. Yeah, problem yeah. if you set aside in uh, four or five days. Oh, that's true. So that somebody who absolutely wanted it couldn't get it because they're waiting, and then they, they may be done past their prime by then. All right, 308 8867. our number to call in to uh, be with us. Or come on out to Mill Burgers at 1604 on Bull Road where the plants are practically jumping in your car. They're so excited to, uh, to see you. Except for Milton's. That's why we make Milton. No. no Park Mil- in the back. Yeah. Mil- Milton is the, they, they tried jumping in here. Yeah, they tried jumping in my truck. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't see it. We don't know what happened. No, they were jumping in all directions. Uh, <laughs> did you see what happened to me yesterday no. when I drove out? Because you were planting, putting in your, your tomatoes in the truck. 
So apparently, uh, yeah. Okay, so I happily drove out of here. What I didn't know is there are people running behind the truck, screaming and shouting. And then I get to um, I get to about the stoplight over here, and uh, there's a guy, and he's just he's waving his hands and trying to get my attention and doing the roll down the window. Although no one has windows, you roll down anymore. Uh, and so I roll down your my window, and I hear two people yelling at me. Watermelons? No. The they say one nice man yells, "You have a plant on your bumper." Another man yells out with a more of a tone of, you've got a plant on your bumper, you idiot. Uh, it was, <laughs> you got a plant on your bumper! What's wrong with you? And so <laughs> I, I think, okay, I must have set something down, or somebody said something on the bumper, like a, a little plant or something in a smaller pot. And I, So I'm now the window's down, I'm driving, I'm going to pull into the, the uh, I guess it's a Walgreens over there, and I hear... And uh, I pull in, and I walk to the back of the truck, and there's this bougainvillea that has attached itself to the uh, the bumper of the truck. It's a hanging basket. It was hanging on the back of my truck, and, <laughs> and uh, it was okay. We took little Boogie back, and uh, I brought him back today. And, uh, but, yeah, so... Now they're watching me very carefully. Yes. They have me park in, in, in a special spot. And, How uh, did it get on there? All I could figure is I, ba- I backed into it. Yeah, when you back into, you know, you, you yeah. back into the plants and the row. And, oh, I and, see. I <laughs> see. And yeah. I, don't, I would have remembered rolling over it. I think that sometimes someone here is mistreating the plants such that they just are trying, trying to get, to get, a, get away. They're, they're trying to escape. Yeah, if you saw Abel chasing you, you wouldn't say that. I know. That's what I heard. That's what Judy called me right after I got it off. It was hard to get off that bumper, too. It was twisted. I got... Uh, it was in there good. But anyway. But uh, thank you for your understanding that I wasn't stealing plants. I was just... I was just going to charge you for it. I know. I'm glad I brought it back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so if... Uh, Somewhere in here, there's a, uh, you know how they have dogs at the pound that they say, now this one's a runner, uh. so you got to be careful. <laughs> Somewhere in Millburgers, we've got a, a bougainvillea that's a runner. But, uh, that's weird. Yeah, it was. And I bought a, uh, a Lin, Lin's Legacy, a Sinisa. Sinisa? Yeah. So that, was that, one I, that one I did buy. He did buy that. <laughs> I verify that. Yeah. Oh, that's so pretty. Gosh, they're pretty. Are they already blooming? Yeah. yeah. There was actually quite a few of them blooming. Yeah, huh. and they're and, and very pretty, even in this, in their small stages. Did you guys experience any rain yesterday? A little I, bit. I got about a half an inch. I did too. Oh, a half, half an, an inch. inch. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was came so down about five hard. drops. No, yeah, you didn't get so. much. Huh? No, and at the airport we got a little bit, enough to um, settle the dust. So. Well, that and to uh, get the rain barrels that we got from Saws to kind of begin to fill. It, oh, okay. which is nice. It uh, to me, the half inch looked really like a serious rain. Then I went out to plant my tomatoes, and it, it only penetrated about two inches into my oh, raised, wow. raised bed. Uh, got in that rain, but every little bit helps. Yeah, it's part part of that. Uh, if you uh, we mentioned in the article, and Jerry talks about it all the time. If you're going to plant. This time of the year, especially, you want to make sure that there's moisture in the soil because it's hard to make up the deficit. Oh, yeah. You can't do it with a drip irrigation system. The um, 
the th- I'm going to go back to the rain barrel thing again because even though we didn't get a lot of rain, I'm betting it's it's pretty it was, much full. Oh, it yeah. doesn't take much. It's surprising. Oh, it's if, yeah, it's because uh, it all kind of collects and it's targeted. You know, all comes off the roof. Collecting it is not the hard part. It's storing it. Yeah, having enough storage to have it last. Yeah, it's long. The storage is, uh, but it's uh, it's nice even to have one barrel for uh, container plants. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, a lot a lot of folks uh, kind of determine how many container plants they're going to have based on how much water, or how much storage they can have, and then they then they have the the hose to to back it up a bit. I was gonna. I was thinking, Milton, your little story of the bougainvillea. Yeah, we've got a uh, neighbor that's got just built a really nice house, and they had a big rock mailbox, and uh, the daughter, their daughter's friends were over for some kind of graduation party or something, and uh, the one of the friends. Was trying to back out of the driveway and ran into the tree. Mm. Ran into a tree. Tree. Okay, but you know what the rest of the story is. The next time she tried to back out of it, she ran over that big mail mailbox. Oh, jeez. So now when she comes to visit, they don't they don't let her in the driveway. <laughs> park outside. Everybody knows the the story, you know. That's and so funny. you're walking by. <laughs> That's me now. I cannot park near the plants at all. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me. All right. Uh, Another bloom under stress, Milton. We yes, took that a little too far. <laughs> that's right. You know, you all say that we have to stress out the bougainvilleas. <laughs> yeah, so right. tied it to the bumper. Oh, that baby's going to bloom now. It was really. I'm stressful. glad you didn't get on the expressway with it. I am uh, too. Yeah, that would have been bad. Uh, and the funny thing is, had I gone the other way out the other exit, yeah, I right. would have. Yeah, it would have gotten up to speed really quickly. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Trace, what's the plant of the weekend? Looks like somebody bought it. Flame acanthus. Yeah. And so it's uh, most people know it by hummingbird bush. And traditionally, they are a orange flower. And we got a hold of some that are, I would call them a peachy orange. Um, and so when I first brought it up here yesterday to get, approval from Uh-oh. these two young men on your either Does side. Mm-hmm. Guy, I didn't realize he asked approval. No, I mean, <laughs> obviously he hasn't with some of those past plants. Yeah. So, so I, uh, I got the thumb up from Calvin. And then, of course, Jerry took credit for the plant Absolutely. completely. Absolutely. So uh, its name is Benny's Gold. And they are six ninety nine, and there's about fifteen of them left. Yeah, oh, it's, wow, uh, it's another one of those uh, plants in the elite butterfly list, right? Because it's the, we mentioned the Janus Patch butterfly. That's a that, that that's one of their favorite places to lay their eggs. And then the other one is the Texan Crescent Spot. Is a a checked. Uh, that's another one that is attracted to this particular plant. Uh, of course, both versions of it. Uh, to lay their eggs, and then it is. Uh, it's also got the the little blooms are uh, nectar, favorite nectar sources. So this is this is a great plant to to add to your uh, butterfly collection, and I like it best uh, in a big container like a half whiskey barrel because it fits perfect and weeps over there and, mm. and uh, has a nice look to it. 
It's an old-fashioned thing. It's not a real discipline grower, but it's not as bad as a misflower in terms of right. sprawling everywhere. And it'll it'll reseed as, as it really quite a bit. Oh. That's one of the reasons why putting it in a container is not a bad idea. Right. Keep control of it. And that's one of those ones where, where, where we are talking about if you want one, uh, if you want the plant of the weekend, or you want the, uh, we had someone call in yesterday. We know of at least one person that called in and had the uh, Lynn's Legacy uh, Sinisa um, put aside. I think they wanted three of them. So you can call 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, they'll put them aside for you. And just then you come pick them up in the next couple days. So... Uh, the uh, the Sinisa is on sale until you might want to do this quickly. It's on sale till Monday. Yep, I'm through tomorrow night. Yeah, so uh, and sixteen eighty eight, which is a great value, and six ninety nine for the um, hummingbird bush. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Does it look good in a container to you? I, I mean, it's it, it, half whiskey barrel. I think it'd be great. I, I mean. Marketing and wise. Well, oh, everything you know, always looks better, that, bigger, but that's especially what, that Lynn's Legacy. Now, these look exceptionally good yeah, for okay. a small plant. Okay, but, that's what I mean. But uh, historically, looking at a big one, there's no comparison. The big one is so much more showy. Yeah, but I, I mean, what I was told by the commercial, the com- retail, uh, the wholesale producers was that it doesn't look good in a container. I didn't. Quite, know, well, I never did. I understand that. Is it because of the? the wasn't compact. Yeah, yeah, wasn't as compact oh. as a compact Sinisa. Because these that, these in a smaller container look really nice. Yeah, they really look good. For from what we've got in the past, this is these are super beautiful compared to what we would normally get in, and even those did very very well, but far better impact when they're big. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. But. Uh, you know, whatever they look like now, you definitely will appreciate it if you get one in terms of the, oh, the yeah. future. Because uh, we, we just we we've mentioned it many times how impressed we were when we saw them blooming out there at Mitchell Lake. It took us there's like four horticulturists and Milton there. And we were, took us a while to figure out what in the world was that yeah. beautiful plant there with covered with. Is that a poke at you? I couldn't quite tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, they're deer resistant. Deer won't eat them, and they're a full sun plant. The, the more, more sun, uh, let's see, at Mitchell Lake, they're on the western side of that house, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, so they yeah, and west, the east, they uh, go around the corner. They get west south, sun. and uh, yeah, they get full sun there. But they're uh, they're attractive for sure. So the deer won't eat them, and uh, no, the 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 downside on them is that. Uh, if you plant them in the shade, they don't have a tendency. Yeah. They have a tendency to grow. They do long and leggy, and uh, they do uh, much. They do have a mind of their own, despite Milton. Uh, what happened? Making predictions on when they're going to bloom. Uh, I just remember they, did, they decide when they're. A very wise person explained that the old timers. Well, they used to say old timers like this guy behind you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, oh, they, he they really, may he, or may he, not predict the rain. Uh, he's an older. Timer. I'm saying they they predict it. 
When there was no rain in the forecast last week, the Sunisa were blooming, and by golly, we got showers on Some Tuesday, showers, Wednesday, yeah. and yeah. then yesterday. So I don't know. Seems like the newspaper said nothing, but the uh, Sunisa said, uh, "Yeah." Newspaper said yes. Look at that. To when? Yesterday. yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Well, that came yeah. out the same day. What are you going to now? Oh, it's easy once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking it was easier if you just predicted, well, sometime during the next three months it's going to rain. Ah, of course, Anissa. All right. Hey, listen, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, style. coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. How about Lynn's Legacy Sinisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just $16.88. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Make the call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Your tub is nice for slick as ice. It's time to call Safe Showers. One morning when my wife and I finally admitted that we were both having difficulties climbing in and out of our slippery old bathtub every time we showered, it was time to call Safe Showers. They explained in detail everything they would do. And in just two days, they did everything they said they would do. We took our first safe shower the third day after the project began and loved it. If you want a safe shower, call them, 655-1111. That's 655-1111. Visit them on the web at safeshowers.com or call 655-1111 for a showroom appointment. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. 655-1111. 655-1111. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch Storks. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave & Buster's English Language School. University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. Climate Magic knows in South Texas, your air conditioner is as important as your car. 
In fact, your air conditioner will run over 2,000 hours this year to cool your home. If you were to drive your car for the same amount of time at today's speed limits, you would have driven over 140,000 miles. Now, you wouldn't think about going on a journey like that without making sure your car was in tip-top shape. So, why put your air conditioner through it? For just $84.50, Climate Magic will tune up your system and make sure everything is running properly. A Climate Magic AC tune-up could save you money, too, because an unchecked, inefficient unit will cost you more to operate this summer. For a limited time, when you get the 8450 tune-up, Climate Magic will give you a $10 gas card as a thank you for trying their service. Call Climate Magic at 210-340-8240 and ask for the summer gas card special to keep your air conditioner and your gas tank happy. 210-340-8240. Texas License 1531C. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our number, 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Well, we had our watermelon harvest uh, uh, for the uh, extension uh, with David Rodriguez and Dr. Larry Stein and everybody. We had our watermelon trial that we seem to do every year and uh that it, i think milton brought some watermelon up here yeah to it was station but i uh, put it by trace and i thought so trace, I, brought, trace, I thought i brought some trace but there's nothing left an animal he's gonna be in the toilet <laughs> the rest of the rest of the day but uh watermelons are good at this time are good 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 at this time of the year well, i think they're a good bargain at the store this year yeah you know, are they uh, Gosh, yeah, I was. Uh, we we had bu- had to buy some for a neighborhood event, and uh, you know, past years, you you know, you might be spending five, six dollars for a. Oh yeah, these things were like two bucks, two and a half bucks. Yeah, so it's the a bargain. Poor farmers are getting the shaft, I guess. Uh, horticulture. Uh, the yeah, horticulture. The. Uh, uh, you found the one on your mirror that I left out there yesterday? I did, yeah. I was unlike Milton. I could not miss uh, <laughs> mine. I mean, it was a, it was as big as a basketball. Uh, right, in my front. right in front of us, yeah, rusting against the windshield. I, I tried to look around uh, it and ignore it, but it was just not possible. <laughs> but I did the same thing. I, or Judy, I cut it up this morning, and so I got it out of the refrigerator, and I was stuffed, eating a lot of it. Before yeah. I came in the show, <laughs> uh, what a great way for uh, a healthy way to stay hydrated when you're playing in the garden or oh, the kids yeah. are outside Can't playing. Can't watermelon. And uh, there, yours were seedless too, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the ones we got were the were kind of an orange color. Yeah, orange yeah, flesh. They, I, th- I think I gave y'all number fourteen. No, no. Yeah, the one I had, you gave me was a red, a red, but yeah, the ones that we had gotten before oh, for the event. Oh, I see. I thought about uh, and I, I found a, the texture not quite as sturdy as, uh, as the red that you had brought, which I, th- I thought was 
a little better tasting. Good. Yeah. Well, we have taste panels uh, at uh, after we after we cut uh, cut and uh, Fort Appleton takes the pictures of uh, of the each watermelon, the both uh, the side or the cut side and the uh, and the uh, the the rind uncut side oh. the rind side. And so, uh, and then we take sugars. We test the sugars to see how many, how many, uh, how much sugar uh, they have in there. And then, uh, since sugar is not the only criterion for flavor, then we have about, uh, I guess we have six or eight uh, volunteers line up, and then we do a taste test, uh, and and they evaluate each one of them. So are they still and, coming and up with the seed company still coming up with new oh yeah selections is still oh. a real competitive field huh? oh yeah yeah for watermelon and, uh, and you know like I mean, like I can't understand it but rutabagas doesn't seem to be a real competitive yeah, field they yeah. don't have rutabaga trials no, no not really no, they can't they can't get a taste panel together. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, that one but, guy from Minnesota. But in our in our group, we have we have older people, you know, that have lost their taste buds. <sighs> and Jerry is ahead of that crew. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, uh, Forrest Appleton heads up our our uh, chronologically matured taste panel. You know that. Oh, uh, you're you're moving into dangerous. Country's yeah. got, he's got a microphone in his hand. <laughs> Anything you want to say for us? Do you want to? 81 and proud of it. Yeah, <laughs> all right. There you go. How was taking the pictures? Uh, <laughs> boring. Uh, <laughs> no. Do you? Uh, he, do, he doesn't have a real camera anymore. He's got one of those little bitty cameras, you know. But they take good pictures. I'm going to start using my phone if you keep. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> But how do you? Jerry, Jerry's got one about got lens about this long. Oh uh, yeah, it makes, weight, me, it makes me look impressive. Ten pounds and makes but, you look like you know what you're doing. Look, look yeah. like a, a doesn't tourist. Take, doesn't take anybody any better pictures. Look like a tourist. Uh oh, what's happening now? Uh, While well, they're doing this real quick, 308. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. yeah. It actually, it's amazing. My wife uh, has a uh, an Android camera. And takes better pictures than a lot of people. It's amazing how uh, how good they are now. And you can do a lot with them. And you take some beautiful pictures. I've seen stuff that you've posted on Facebook. You're really good. You have a good eye and and uh, can do some nice stuff. Sometimes you just can't fail. No. <laughs> if, if the subject is material is good, it's hard to fail. So what are you growing? Right now? Yeah. Anything new? Anything exciting? Anything? No. Okay. <laughs> it's right out. I'm eyeing these tomatoes. Are you? Every time I plant tomatoes, I say it to my wife and everybody else, never again. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I may have to buy some. Yeah, tomatoes. good. Does your wife like tomatoes? Yeah, she likes them. Well, there you go. Well, Why would so you say never again? I'm the squirrel. I have to kind of. Yeah. Well, they like them, too. They're the yeah, but they life. like them better than I do. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, and they may just—they like them faster than yeah. You they do. may be quicker faster than, than me. Yeah. Yeah. I keep telling Judy she does not have to use every single one. Oh. You know, you can give them—you can give them away, and they, 
and we can let some of the the wildlife have some of them. Uh, you don't want to become a slave to your vegetable garden either or to your tomatoes. So you uh, only need to, and this is hard to say with gardeners, you only need to, you need to determine how much you can use and and then just plant that. Does that, you ever have that problem, Forrest? Planting too many? Uh, I used to. Back when cucumbers made cucumbers, and back when I didn't have so much trouble with the squirrels and the mice and rats uh, when my tomatoes, uh, I used to have vegetables to give away. Uh, very seldom do I now. Ah. I grow? got those recipes on plant answers for those squirrels. For what, rats? And you know what, uh, well, tree rats, yeah. I don't know, See, I've never eaten a rat. I, I hadn't either, but uh, I, <laughs> I have eaten squirrels, and squirrels are good. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I like seems squirrels. Seems to me like there's an ordinance that says I shouldn't be shooting them. You no. trap them, Bill. and you I don't, don't want to earn the meat. I don't want to trap them and uh, teach them how to swim. I don't yeah. wanna, they, yeah. they don't snorkel worth it. Did dime. you see my little watermelon? Yeah, Milton's got a little water. That's it's a water. sugar baby or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> has, has, has it got yellow on the belly? Yet? Not yet. I know, Forrest. It's hard to see it. The sunshine's uh, got that, it. Uh, where it uh, now you, with Milton, you don't have to worry about overproduction. No. Thanks, guys. All right. I'm going to the phone lines now. James is on the line. Thanks, Forrest, at 308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, great, man. I'm um, just ready to go get a barbecued sandwich over here in Cibolo. So I, I had a comment for your, your gardening experts about tomatoes. All right. And then we have a question to ask you about barbecue. Okay, um, if you want to keep the squirrels and the birds and the uh, pink bugs and the hail off your tomatoes, you ought to order some of that smart net like I did. 15 foot wide and 300 foot long, but you can probably get them to send you a 150 foot roll. called smart net. And you're calling it what? It's called smart net. Smart net. Okay. About okay. a dollar a foot, and it's 15% shade, but the material's white. Huh. Okay. you got to go to the orchard supply to get it. Uh, someplace orchard, in Massachusetts, uh, I can't remember the name, but that'll keep the squirrels out of your tomatoes. Okay. Well, thank you. That's a good tip. And where do okay, you go to get good barbecue in Cibola? Give us I another think tip. I'm in this is a Harmon. He uses that uh, live oak. It, yeah, that's what I like. I, that mesquite's a little, nah, I don't really like that that much. It, he uses live oak for, to cook his uh, barbecue with. No, I've been there. Okay, I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Cool. Okay, All right. well, what was your other question, James? Oh, that was just it. I wanted to tell you guys about the smart net, and uh, my stomach's starting to growl. I'm going to go get a sandwich. Go there get a sandwich. Go. All right. Thanks, for Thanks James. You take care. Thanks. Bye. All right. All right. All right. Marie, Marie is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, Marie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. I'm probably going to ask a question that everybody has already asked since you've been chatting about watermelon at length. 
No, we'll just mock um, you. I gather, I gather your little watermelon doesn't have is quite a yellow belly yet. Um, my little. Oh uh, no. <laughs> my question: I have never bought a watermelon that was fit to eat, and when I put it out, the birds that look at me like you've got to be kidding. So, can you give me some idea? I know they say thump it, but I must be tone deaf because I thump it and I hear something, but it doesn't mean anything I want to eat. So how That's do a I great choose question. other than having a dry stem and a yellow belly? I want a yeah. red, very sweet watermelon. <clears throat> I want something that's just red I can look at or pink. Well, the, uh, because, uh, like I say, the thumping is a kind of a... <laughs> talent that you have to develop uh the, generally the, the the generally the yellow bellies you know when you see it on the be- on the bottom of uh, where the watermelon been sitting on the ground once it turns ye- turns yellow and once the watermelon begins to uh go from a bright green to a dull green oh. then it's right it's ripe now, with all that, with all that, with all that said, people complain uh, complain all the time about uh, uh, about not being able to get a good ripe watermelon. Uh, generally, ninety five percent of the melons, the especially the seedless melons and whatever that that are bought bought by a grocery uh, by a supermarket. Are, are what we consider ripe red. Now some are that if you if you you do you want to get them just when they're turning red uh, and before they get mealy or overripe. Oh, yes. Uh, and I, with all that said and done, I think the be- the the best way for people to buy watermelons is either buy them already cut. You know, in half, where you can actually see the the red color, are in those already uh, taken out, uh, already in packages. I I think uh, stores and wholesalers must be doing a much better job than they did in the old days because I I really don't even worry about it anymore when I go to the store that I'm going to get a. On ripe melon, but yeah, just like she was saying that in the old days, you it was a bit of a gamble, and I'm I never could figure that thumping thing out either. No, yeah. I'm with you, Marie. <laughs> do, the, the do, yellow you buy, do you buy a whole whole melon or do you buy a cut melon? Well, now we do mostly the cut. Yeah, that's but the uh, even the the whole melons. Uh, it just seems like the if they. They go so far as to keep them cool, and they yeah they're relatively a high. Uh, although I mentioned the price has been low this year, a relatively high priced item that the stores are pretty careful. And also, the a lot of the stores will uh, even have a little taste or slice that you can evaluate. Yeah. So, Marie, I went online. And I'm looking at treehugger.com, and they've got some stuff I haven't heard of before. Uh-oh. Would you like to hear some of that, what they say? I would. I'm willing to, right. please. All right. So look at its belly. We, we discussed that. Yeah, it's yellow. This is uh, treehugger.com. I want to give them credit. Uh, let's see. 
you're looking for a field spot. I don't. It's looking for it to be yellowish, sometimes referred to as buttery, but not white, which indicates an unripe melon. Right. Okay. It turned from white to yellow. Okay, that's good to know. Thump it. You 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 know that one. Uh, let's see. A ripe watermelon will have a hollow sound when knocked, which sounds more like a plunk than a thwack. There you go. Plunk rather than thwack. Uh, an unripe watermelon will have sort of a high-pitched sound while an overripe one will make a thud. And honestly, I'm just, I'm knocking on every watermelon, and I can't tell the difference. So I don't Thank know. You. Sniff it. Anybody else tell you to sniff it? Well, I worked for cantaloupes, but I've never been able to sniff Well, it says here, pick up a watermelon, carry it a little bit away from the rest of the melons, so you don't have to pick up the smell of other melons and give it a good sniff. A ripe uh, watermelon will smell slightly sweet no. and similar to what other melons Hey, are like you this. stealing that melon or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to walk it out to the car and sniff they're, they're it. Confused. Leave me alone. Don't they're judge confused. me. They're confusing, <laughs> they're confusing that with cantaloupe. All right, well. You, you, don't smell, you don't sniff a watermelon. You jump in your truck, Melvin. That's right. A sniff test also works great. Actually, even better than for watermelons with other types of melons like cantaloupes. Right. Oh, Squeeze okay. it. Okay. Squeeze a watermelon? Well, <laughs> we're, we're looking at, well, I'm looking at Jerry after reading it. Gently squeeze the size of a watermelon <laughs> the side of the, to see if there's a bit of give to the rind, to it. The rind of the melon shouldn't be soft. Yeah. yeah. It says the rind should not be soft as the skin of some fruits when it gets ripe, but it shouldn't also be hard as a rock with no give at all. Mm-hmm. If your fingers go through, then it's ripe, huh? Yeah, so just, Have you just ever take heard that. The, the distance that the other day they were telling me, they were pointing out the stripes on all the mountains, supposedly. You have a better chance of getting a ripe one if there is distance between the stripes. And I thought, oh, okay. I guess they're thinking when they first come out, the, the stripes are, are, are uh, let's say, adjacent, and maybe as they grow, they. <laughs> Bread. No, but I've they don't. never heard that. Oh yes, I, that's what I was told. But uh, no, no I, I, the, uh, the, the, the color, the, the color in the stripe, the striped melon, you'll have a color change uh, with, between the stripes. So yeah, I, right. I imagine that makes the stripes but look they're talking like about the distance Oh, I see. The well, I think that's what he's saying is the color change makes it looks like the distance there's distance. Right. So it's becoming ripe with the color change, and it makes the I guess it makes them look smaller too, probably. Right. Right. But uh, that 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 is easier if you see it every day. But if you just go to the yeah, store, store it's easy. well. I, I I'm guess, saying for most people, the best know. way to do it is either get them cut or or or. And what was the deal with the stem? You brought that up too. I thought you were supposed to have one that looked slightly desiccated. The stem, yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah. true too. What is that? Curly, so slightly dried out. Yeah, because it does it fall off the vine when it's ripe. What? Or does it break no, off? No, that's a cantaloupe. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're confusing this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I got her walking through the store, picking up watermelon, thumping them, squeezing them, and smelling them. They're, they're going to kick her out of that HEB. I'm telling you, you've okay. already cut. I don't want to buy a large watermelon and have them cut it in half, and I have to figure out some place to put it in the refrigerator. I'm doing good to shove a whole one in there, much less two halves that are going to ooze until I'm ready to eat it. That, that's why most people uh, give up buying them, which is what I've done. 
Yeah, or, or that's why I'm already. Or they buy them already. already. All right, where you can see how red they are. Truck that. Hey, Marie, I'm going to open this up and see if anybody calls in with some more tips, okay? Thank you. But you're not, you're not alone. Just know that you're not alone. It's, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, Marie. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, uh, we're going to ask Woodrow to hang on because we're going to come talk to him. He's calling from Bastrop. I think it's our first call from Bastrop. Right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. How about Lynn's Legacy Sanisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just $16.88. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Homestead Handcrafts, the most unique craft mall with the finest handcrafts, collectibles, and antiques in San Antonio with over 300 different vendors. You'll find an amazing variety of treasures that change weekly. Homestead Handcrafts can dress you and your home inside and out. It's the ultimate craft show open seven days a week. Homestead Handcrafts with two locations to serve you on Thousand Oaks at El Sendero and Blanco Road near Panther Springs Park north of 1604. HomesteadHandcrafts.com Brooks Academy is a tuition-free public charter school district with four campuses all around San Antonio. Brooks Academy inspires learners to rise and exceed with 21st century skills, embracing technology-rich project-based learning. Brooks Academy offers a STEM-focused curriculum, the new sports leadership and management program, state-of-the-art technology, and science labs. Enrolling now for pre-K through 12th grade. Apply at brooksacademy.org. That's brooksacademy.org. How do you choose a realtor? For most people, realtors are frequently selected based on what a buyer or seller believes an agent can do for them. In reality, your realtor is first and foremost an advisor who must be trustworthy because following your agent's guidance is the most important element in a successful real estate transaction. Experience matters. Real estate broker, realtor, and talk show host John Thurman brings trustworthiness and over 15 years experience to your individual transaction. Look him up at heartoftexasrealty.com. For the last decade, it's been called the greatest libertarian show on earth. This year will be no different. Attended by the most brilliant conservative minds today, join us for Freedom Fest, July 19th through the 22nd at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas. This year, come hear the likes of Craig Gutfeld from Fox News, actor William Shatner, and SRN's very own Larry Elder and Michael Medved. Register now at FreedomFest.com and save $100 by using the code REASON100 at FreedomFest.com. 
Genie Bath Systems right here in Military City, USA, supports our military and backs it up. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Now's the time to be proud in the home of the brave. Genie Bath Systems delivers quality to your home with made-in-the-USA walk-in showers and tubs at 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. The Genie Bath Systems promise is treating all our listeners with respect, staying within your budget, and making sure you don't have to remodel or repair your bathroom for the rest of your life. Check out their incredible warranty at GenieBathSystems.com and all veterans and active duty military get a 20% discount. Call for a free quote and when you purchase a new Genie Bath Systems walk-in shower you'll receive a second bathroom 50% off. If your bathtub isn't becoming to you, you should be coming to Genie Bath Systems. Call them at 210-739-1372 210-739-1372 or visit their beautiful showroom off of Broadway on Freedom Drive GenieBathSystems.com and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, hey Woodrow, I'm sorry, man, we we lost you. So uh, give us a call back. Uh, you were going to be our first call from Bastrop. So uh, give us a call at 308. Real eight, good, man. Uh, we give sorry. a call and then you drop them. All right, 866-308-8867 if you're calling toll free. Mark Peterson's up here on the porch with us. What's going on, Mark? Oh, I just like the the rigorous discussion on whether tequila ever clear or vodka. Yeah. And the watermelon. Huh? <laughs> yeah, when you were spiking the watermelon. Uh, anyway. Yes, sir. Anyway, uh, do you know what day yesterday was or uh, Friday was? Friday? Yes. The 14th? Know, the 14th, besides Bastille Day. Oh. Uh, First day of water restriction? That is right, sir. Oh. Uh, just wanted to, There's a lot of people who have uh, moved into town or may have forgotten the, the rules and regulations. Uh, it was... December 2nd, 2015, when we left drought regulations. Wow, really? Yeah, I looked it up. Man. Long time ago. So, yeah, anyway, that's uh, uh, you have once a week watering in stage one. You have pretty much all day to water except 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So you can water 12 o'clock midnight to okay. 11 a.m. And then again, 7 p.m. to 12 o'clock almost. Okay. We can't go into the yeah, next it's good day. Yeah, to know. That's sprinklers. That's for sprinklers, for in-ground irrigation and hose-in sprinklers. Thank you, Kevin. I always remember that. And then what's the anytime we can water? Hand watering. Hand watering. And what's uh, the, the, and the hand watering and buckets. I always forget buckets. Uh, and then in stage one, soaker hose we may do anytime. But that will change. Yeah. You know, in the old days, a lot of folks used to water with uh, buckets. I remember my grandfather, that's how he he did it. Uh, we don't do it as much now, but no, it's a pretty no, no, pretty efficient way to go, too. That's all right. Um, I used to wash my car in the front yard to do a bucket. The, well, the buckets and wash yeah. the car until I got a ticket for Eight? parking yeah. in my in my front yard. <laughs> well, 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 not from not from us, right? No, okay. but, but now that's different. Yeah. Now, you yeah, know. it is correct. Uh, everyone can wash their cars on Saturday, and but they, you just can't let it walk, go down the street. Okay, so it's a little subtle. Some of this there, you don't have to park it on anything or anything. You just can't let it go down the street. All right. So you, gotta, like, so you get you get off. kind of a double double advantage. You wash the car plus the the yeah. moisture helps your plants. 
<laughs> Oops, sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I'm having a little difficulty. Yeah, you're having a little coffee. Hit that cough button. Sorry. Um, the other thing is, I want to remind everybody that this year, the coupon program will go all the way. There is no stopping in the middle of summer. It will go all the way to the fall. Oh, good. Uh, October 31st. And, of course, Millburgers is one of our wonderful partners, and they have everything readily available. In fact, they've even got a display area, too, yes, where you can see do. all the plants. Well, well, I should ask. Normally, you do. Do you this year? Oh, okay. yeah. Wonderful, yes. Yes. It's so. great. Every every plant that's in the coupon is over there. And then they've done another thing. Uh, every every plant that's covered by the coupon, also their label is, is identified on their label. Really uh, showy kind of a thing. You know, this is one of the plants kind of thing. So that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I was going to say that eases your gardening Experiencing, and I was. Oh, yeah. You just if you watch the display over there, that's the folks kind of stop there and they kind of make a preliminary plan, or they compare it to their little handwritten plan that they've got for mm-hmm. the landscape, and then do some adjusting, and then they cruise around, and then quite often they're back there looking again. So it's a a nice process, a good educational process. And, and we do have our list up on the website. Uh, GardenStyleSA.com, where you can actually use your phone and and scroll down and look at the the plants that will be available. Um, Mark, tell us again on a little different topic. Can uh, folks do want to sign up to get the the newsletter, um, and then they get the the recommended. uh, the amount of water recommended for your lawn mm-hmm. based on the actual weather in the last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be a sauce customer to take advantage of that. No, day. you don't. I have actually uh, subscribers in New York and Georgia. And I think we had one foreign one, which was always interesting. But, but no, you do not have to be a customer. You go to GardenStyleSA.com. Uh, all one word there, GardenStyleSA. And you scroll down to the bottom and you can sign up for the newsletter and then that will come out uh, Tuesday afternoons uh, the e-newsletter with all the wonderful kinds of information on that but on Monday morning somewhere between 7.25 and 8.05 whenever I get my coffee um, then I, I go and look at all the models and all the weather stations and provide these that service to anybody in San Antonio or around uh, how much they should water? Yeah, and you, this this what Mark's trying to determine by that calculation using all that data. It's based on some pr- really solid research that we contributed to here. Uh, he's trying to find the amount of water that it takes to keep the lawn healthy without wasting any water either. So that's the key. There, if you're looking to keep your water bill at reasonable, keep your lawn and looking fairly good. Uh, and proceeding, mm-hmm. that's that's one of the best ways to do it. Yeah, if you're if you think you need your lawn needs to be Ireland, Ireland green. No, we don't do that here. We have a green and healthy, uh, but it's not going to be lush and green. And you know what? You should be mowing all the time once a week, so you do, really don't want to mow all that much in. The well, summertime. I don't understand that because Jerry one time. Uh, rec- recommended that when I su- suggested that I tell the men's garden club in a presentation that watering, uh, mowing your lawn was good exercise. 
And needless to say, the the reaction was not very. Uh, nobody well, cheered. You, you survived the uh, <laughs> yeah. torches and and, Bruce, uh, and yeah, forks. retained the men's garden club yeah. and uh, Wolf Nursery and. Uh, 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 Bill McReynolds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, is how I tipped on ar- around that just now. Just you know, how many times you should be. Yeah, but knowing. You see, he added on the fact for you old people that that was. Oh. <laughs> I said mowing the lawn is good exercise, right? Right. Right. It, it, it is. But it's then great. he put it put in that uh, that Yankee deal about uh, Yankee. Yankee. You, you know, you Minnesota, you Minnesota people. people. <laughs> About about uh, you old people, mm. for you old people, good exercise for you old people. Yeah, he apparently wasn't made people mad. <sighs> yeah, that's a good sigh. So, hey, uh, uh, those were the two things. Um, the other thing, uh, uh, we have a new program, uh, rewards program. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if something. you uh, obtain seven points by October thirty first, you get a seventy dollar voucher uh, that can be used. At uh, any one of the participating, and how do they find out about that on your? I mean, go online. They have to sign up, and and what we use is we use actually their telephone number as their their voucher number, their card number, like a uh, like a Starbucks card is what we use. Now, the way you can get your points is you participate in SAWS conservation programs or one of our partners' events, like Mitchell Lake Botanical Gardens, uh, Eco Central Gardening Volunteers South Texas. Uh, no, yeah, on Monday. Have we talked about oh, that? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so then, then you did, and then you uh, you you go on and sign up for that and send in your your little notification and you get your point. Mel, so, do we have anybody on the phone? Uh, no, but we just got about a, a minute or so, two minutes. Okay, I want, can I ask Mark? Yeah. Can we ask Matt, Mark to step back to be, being a forester here for a minute? Oh, okay. Oh. Go back in time, Mark. A tree expert. Uh, we we had a, a diagnosis yesterday of a live oak tree that looked like it had flagging. Mm-hmm. But this, this, the leaves didn't show any symptoms. Mm-hmm. And the homeowner said that that the arborist had diagnosed it as anthracnose and talked about treating it with propiconosol. And I said, I'd never heard that before, but I'll... Uh, all right, let's break that down. Okay, you said flagging. So to me, flagging is is four to six inches of branchlets or branches. No, these were these are big, big ones. Yeah, whole 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 branches that okay. were browning, and it looked looked to me like the tree was on on the way. Mm-hmm. Down. Um, it it could be drought related uh, when you have a sudden. Uh, inability for the roots to absorb water on one side in the branch or something has happened to it squirrels are famous that's why i had to always ask size you know squirrels i go is the branch one to two feet yeah is it four to six does it have to be big squirrels yeah it has to be big squirrels uh now but let's talk about the diagnosis okay got about 30 seconds anthracnose wet springs not hot dry summers Oh. Propiconazole, one of the best fungicides ever made. Uh, so it could be used on that. On I don't know. I haven't seen the label for a long time. Okay. Oh, cool. Did I get it? You did it. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. 
We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. All right, hey Mark, we uh, we kept you over for a minute. Oh, let me give you the number: 308-8867. 308. 308- 8867, toll free, yeah. 866. Obviously, he hasn't been here a while. I just can't imagine us keeping him over when we got rid of him. But. 8867. Hey, so if you can help Marie out, I was hoping that our Woodrow, who hasn't called back yet, had some good ideas on telling ripe watermelons. So if you got a, a foolproof way of telling how a watermelon is ripe in the store, uh, give us a call at 308 8867 or call us with your gardening questions at 308 8867. All right, Mark, pick up that mic for a second. Yeah, there we go. So you were mentioning two things. One, the new rewards program, and you you get uh, points. And when you get seven points, is that the? You get seven points. You get a seventy dollar voucher or coupon. Okay. And you, get, and you get points basically for what good uh, attending uh, certain events. Like right. if you go to the botanical gardens and you see, oh, I'd like to have that event, and it has a little, it's a little flower. Um, it looks okay. like a rose. Uh, uh, Abstract rose on it. If uh, if you see that, then that has been approved for at least one point, how maybe you, more. How do you prove you have been to this event? Uh, do you ha- you sign in the the uh, the partners will have a sign in sheet. For okay, you. good. All right, and they'll have a sign in sheet, and then they'll provide it to us. Okay, on a regular basis. So that leads up to the question: There is there is you could start off tomorrow conceivably uh, by going to the GVST event. Yes, the GVST on Monday uh, will be a, uh, a approved event, and but is that the landscape school? No, 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 no. this is the regular monthly event. Yeah, oh, this I is didn't event. get anything. So uh, you didn't get anything? Uh-oh. Well, okay. I'm sorry. But maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's saying something. Now we got the the Guadalupe County Master Guard. Yeah. yeah, they're they're coming up. I hear I hear uh, talk about that. But uh, if you attend uh, the GVST monthly school, what is it called? I can't can remember what it was. But you will receive a, a point. Now, why am I mentioning that? Is I have four wonderful, wonderful interns, and they're going to give a, a 10 to 50-minute presentation on their, on their project that they're doing this summer for conservation. That's it. Tomorrow's. That's tomorrow. We're the first stop. We're at uh, twelve thirty. Okay. Who's second up? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Maybe you. Uh, no. <laughs> While you're looking it up, can I explain to me again what you said about the the um, anthracnose? So okay. it does does sometimes occur on live yeah, oaks. Uh, mostly on the red oaks, but. Yeah, and of course, the could, ash is what we're used yeah, to. Yeah, we're, we're used to ash and sycamores. And that's a cold spring, uh, rainy cold spring disease. And so I would doubt it would be this time of year. Uh, I don't even know what the symptoms would be uh, for anthracnose. On the rest of the plants, it's blotchy, yeah. intervenal yeah. Uh, uh, mor- necrosis, mortality. So, so, um, so you might suspect that this might be... I would suspect drought, there's some, drought, some trauma to the limbs and or the roots, okay. or a combination of both, or a really big squirrel. And propoconosol could be used to treat. Could be used for anthracnose. 
I don't know. I haven't seen the label. But propiconazole is one of the best fungicides ever made. It is the most superior fungicide. And it's better than any kind of like Dacanil or Maneb or any or And anything. it's but a, for uh, oak wilt. And we use it for oak wilt. It's a very process that's pretty elaborate and, and expensive. Uh, yeah, for turf diseases, we use uh, either Tilt or Banner. I cannot remember which one. One is an agricultural product and one is not. I think Banner is the landscape one. That, and we we can use it on any kind. We can use it on Pythium. We can use it on Brown Spot. We can use it on pretty much anything. It's fabulous. Okay, great. Thanks for the information. Okay, so the gardening essentials class. Okay. And so there will be someone there to verify that they were there, right? They look for... Yes, they will have a sheet where you must sign up. So let's say you... Went, now, when do you have to get all your seven points by? When is... October 31st. Okay, so if I go in August, I go in September, and I go in October, would that be three points, or I just go to one gardening essential? I, I think that will be three points. Oh, good. Okay, so um, I'm going to beg to differ with you. Hey, let me differ. Okay. Okay, then. So I didn't have to beg. So the first part is how to make a Japanese moss ball. The art of kokidama. <laughs> that says this is that's the first presentation. So you may want to talk well, to Yeah, I may have to talk to Betty Griggs of the Windcrest Garden Club will demonstrate the central Are you at technology. the Garden Center or are you at yeah. the GVST? I'm at GVST, the Gardening Essential class. Yeah, Gardening huh. Essential class on the 16th. Yes, 17th. 17th. Yes, which will create which creates a decorative and functional planter from plant material. She will raffle off the demonstration piece to start your own string garden. Number two, water saver rewards. Mark Peterson and his team will explain team. current water saver programs. you got a team. i got a Halloween team. That's right. The Fighting Petersons will be there. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's even better. They informed me of first, but... Uh, it, that, it may that, change. They may know differently the, than the person uh, that put these These are all students or have graduate graduated, and they're just a pleasure to watch to do their presentations. So okay. have, some of them have little cards, so it's great. It'll be at the San Antonio Garden Center, 3310 North New Braunfels, uh, right there by the Botanical Garden. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, from noon to 3. Uh, there's no, the, doesn't say there's a cost. We the, the, the 1.30, approximately to 3, 1. All right. Or is it 2? Yeah, something like that. 1.45, I guess. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Thank Mark. Thank you. Good information. And remember, everyone, what do we say? Cutting is not killing? So, right. So... Brown is not dead? Right. Right. No, for lawns. Okay, cool. And I'll have you know that Dr. Jerry Parsons is not watering his lawn anymore. That's right. He and I. So I I hope Brown is not dead. Yeah. We we (laughs) have switched to the sustainable winter lawn. That's our our lawn season is the winter. You have floor time still, right? Oh, this is going to be a good test. All right. All right. Yeah. 308-8867. And Woodrow is in on the line. We got him back from Bass Drop. Hey there, Woodrow. How are things going today? <laughs> I asked Jerry and Kelvin about about this here uh, proposal for our border, Texas border. You need to talk to all your nursery associations and get them to to uh, lobby for a strip of uh, prickly pear, prickly pear, about two or three hundred feet wide, from the uh, Gulf of Mexico to El Paso. Well, they've already got prickly pear down in Carrizo Springs and some of that area, but... Uh, I'm talking about a strip uh, along the border. Yeah. No well, uh, I don't know if that would work or not. 
I don't know who's going to walk through the floor and strip a prickly pear. Hey, that's true. It is a a tough plant to manage. Yeah. yeah. Well, in South Africa, it's gotten wild in a lot of areas. And that's where my wife is from. And uh, there there are areas where it is impenetrable. And, uh, but... Well, you know, it, it never grows where you want it to grow and how you want it to grow. So you drive up to uh, San Angelo and you just drive through the field of it. Yeah. But, All uh, right. Thanks, well, Woodrow. Thanks for we're, we're, we're having we're having a tough time with everything else. It's a, it's a usable plan. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks for coming. Thanks, sir. You take care. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We've gotten some questions in. Uh, one of them is, I need advice on what to plant by the mailbox. The area is, is by the driveway and street, hot, hot sun. I want something that is not harmful to animals or humans. Something different is the Prada Barbados harmful to humans or animals? No, but it's pretty big. Yes, it's too big. You know what? I I, I see uh, in my neighborhood uh, a plant that people use, and we got a lot of deer. Mexican oregano. Yeah, works pretty well because it's not not overwhelming, and easy to you know if you want to cut it back you can, and the deer don't eat it. And yeah. It's attractive. Yeah. <coughs> so. And you can use it for yeah. cooking, right? Uh, Forrest wrote him back said, I recommend one of the lantanas, such as Lantana New Gold, or one of the uh, uh, Autumn Sage, Salvia Gregi. The Lantana, uh, Salvia Gregi, and Prada Barbados are all safe for animals and humans, but I'm, I'm like uh, Calvin, that uh, by a mailbox or in a, in a uh, it it can get big. The Prada Barbados can get big and ma- yeah. make the mail delivery uh, problem. But uh, and uh, with the salvias and the lantanas, you can cut those back yeah. uh, regularly. And they've got flexible stems too, so sort of the Mexican oregano, so it doesn't interfere. It's not as likely to interfere with the mailman or yeah. what you know the other things that are get close to mailboxes. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Yes, sir. We mentioned the Guadalupe Master Gardeners. Um, just a reminder to everybody that they're they're recruiting for their class that's going to start. Uh, I believe it August eighth on a, it's a Tuesday. They're going to run from twelve thirty to four thirty every day for uh, through. T- to December, uh, great training, and the idea is that if you if you graduate, you will be a Guadalupe Master Gardener. You'll be involved in all their their projects. There is a fee; you do have to apply, and uh, there's a hundred ninety dollar fee uh, for participation, and you get uh, that covers a lot of handouts. If you want more information, uh, go to the AgriLife Extension Office website in uh, Guadalupe County, or you can just go to Guadalupe County Master Gardeners and you'll get more information about it. They do need you to uh, let them know if you're interested uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. Another question is, it seems it's a, it seems that something is going on with my yellow lantana. 
there's a white-looking issue on the leaves now. In other words, the leaves looking. looking That's good. our... This is most likely an insect called a lace bug that sucks the green out of the leaves. Spraying with an insecticide-containing spinosad should control them, but the plant will need to put on new leaves before it looks good. Uh, of course, those of us who really like to get something done on a lace bug would go in there and uh, shred them back with a flexible string trimmer or weed eater. And then and I would spray with orthine. Yeah, acephate. Acephate. Yeah, and that, 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 that works. And then also put on your calendar a little. This is one of those uh, plants that they seem to come back to. Uh, every same year. Plants at the same time. Yeah, so what is it now? It's the middle of July. Put right. that on your, or, or go, say the 10th of July or first week in July, spray orthene acephate, and uh, that'll help prevent them from uh, causing that damage. Um, but, and, and what Jerry's, Jerry has suggested now is you cut it back so that you get new growth. You do your acephate so that the new growth is not affected. But it'll be uh, five, six weeks before you get a full bloom again. Oh, yeah. Albert's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Albert. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day. Good. we got a little rain over here. Oh, how, where's over here? Good for over you. Near uh, Alamo Ranch. Okay. Okay. We know where that is, yeah. Good deal. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, the question I have for you today is I've got a, a place that's got quite a bit of weed thatch on it and mesquite, and I'm trying to kill it. And I've tried uh, one type of herbicide, kind of a generic of remedy, and I was mixing it with diesel fuel, and it seemed like the diesel fuel was just burning back the leaves, and then the plant would come back. Uh, from the ground up. I was wondering if you had any recommendations on how to kill Wesat. What, what county are you in? Is it Bayer? No, no, no. I'm in uh, Kinney County. Which county? Kinney. Kinney. Kinney County. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to check with the uh, ag county. agent. Yeah, the ag agent. But uh, the a combination of the diesel fuel and remedy is what they That's what they use. usually recommend. Yeah. But the key, right. it's not it's not as simple as it sounds because you, the the uh, how you apply it, when you apply it, right. and what you do after any sprouting occurs, all those are are pretty important, and that's that's why we think if you confer with that agent, he's probably dealt with this and has a uh, pretty I set actually, plan. I actually have called them and talked to them. And I really was not satisfied with the answer that they gave me. Hmm. And when I get on the internet and I talk and I look up uh, the Texas A&M site that deals with killing weasatch and mesquite, they're saying like you should use like 19 ounces per gallon of diesel fuel. And then they also recommend a mixture of water and diesel fuel, as well as a certain amount of herbicide. But my problem is I really can't get a specific answer from anybody on how much of the herbicide I need to use per ratio of diesel or water. Hmm. 
That's uh, not, that's not how I would think that would be on the uh, yeah on the ta- on the label. It is very very confusing on the label. It is not clear, and they talk about mixing such large quantities that who's your, who's your supplier? Uh, I usually get it at Mummies. Where? Mummies. Mummies supply. Mummies over at Auto usually. Yes. They they would probably be have some good advice. Because uh, that's it surprises me a little bit that that you know you're getting kind of a mixed uh, story, but uh, I would I would try try them the uh, and the the person that deals with the uh, herbicides is probably has a favorite way to use it, and that may be the best if the. Yeah, and then he may, and and he may also, if he he doesn't know, he may refer you to another yeah, agent from another county. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, I, I may get in trouble for putting this out, but uh, have you got a pencil and paper there? Uh-oh. Yes, yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, sure. if you if you want to uh, call the talk to the Texas A and M range range specialist. Uh, called Uval the Uvalde Center, and the the telephone number out there is eight three zero two seven eight nine one five one. Okay, that's eight three zero two seven eight nine one five one, and ask for the uh, Texas A and M uh, Extension Range Specialist. Okay, and talk to him because they they're they're all the time doing. Uh, Doing uh, the test on 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 the the uh, the trying to get rid of the tree range trees like that okay. the weed trees. All right. All right. That's great. I appreciate the information, and I'll give them a call and see if they can help me. Okay. Thanks, Good Albert. Good luck to you. Bye bye. All right. Mike's on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Mike. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank y'all very much. And I've got I've, like, I've got a pretty decent sized front yard, and uh, I'd like to you know clear part of it out and kind of zero space it, cut down on the watering. Uh, without having to go hire a professional landscaper, what, what do you advise me to do to get some help on figuring out how to do it or, or what to put in this this uh, area? Uh, you mean the plants and the, or how to get rid of the grass yeah. or, or what? No, I think I, no, I shouldn't say it that way. I, I mean, I can probably, you know, I come through and I can strip the grass out and stuff, but then uh, maybe an idea of, of again landscaping it uh, so that it looks decent you know i'm looking at probably about a you know a little curvy 15 foot by by 30 foot area to uh to kind of strip out and put some plants in but i'm having dickens of a time trying to figure out what i want to put in there that'll you know that'll look decent not just like some you know some uh, overgrown lot or something yeah um Look, look, uh, look at uh, get on the plantanswers.com and uh, get on the uh, look over in the information index. Open the uh, the section called uh, landscaping, 
And okay. uh, see see if they, if we if we got something over there. I I don't I don't know if we have plans on there. Or you may be able to. Uh, they don't they have something like that on saws saws dot org. Oh, uh, uh, they have some landscape plans over there. They might, yeah. I think so. Okay. Uh, where they have plant materials and uh, uh, be worth and checking out like the garden styles essay. Yeah. The garden style website or the yeah maybe may uh, you you can go through saw dot org or you can go to that what is it garden? gardening styles gardening style. <laughs> Here, excuse me. I'll get the right website. Hold on. Uh, and uh, the, the, they should have some uh, information over there. I don't. I don't think we have plans uh, on PlantAnswers.com, as I remember. So gardening styles San Antonio dot com. Gardening styles San Antonio dot com. Yeah, try that, and then give us a yell back. All right, okay. Good luck to you, sir. Thanks, Mike. All right, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. How about Lynn's Legacy Sinisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just $16.88. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Are you a caregiver? If not, chances are you know one. Every Sunday, tune into Caregiver SOS On Air. Each week, nationally known gerontologist Carol Zernial and veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron explore the issues faced by people caring for older loved ones. Together with their guests, Ron and Carol offer help and hope. Learn more this Sunday evening at 6 on Caregiver SOS On Air. Presented as part of the Caregiver SOS program by the WellMed Charitable Foundation and heard right here on 9.30 a.m. The answer. All right, so you hear it, and there is nothing worse than being a Steeler fan and owing the IRS money. My dear friends in San Antonio, you do not have to face this problem alone. Tony Ramos is the San Antonio tax debt relief attorney. If the IRS is getting ready to take money out of your paycheck, call Tony Ramos. If your bank account is frozen, call Tony Ramos. Don't wait for the IRS to call you. Call San Antonio Tax Debt Relief Attorney Tony Ramos, 210-558-2834, TonyRamosLaw.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone 
forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're talking with Mike Robert of Robert Custom Homes. And, Mike, congratulations on 20 years of excellence in the home building business. Well, thank you. You know, San Antonio has been wonderful to us, and we love our clients and uh, love this town. 40 awards? Yeah, 40-plus awards, summit awards and state awards and uh, one presidential citation. But our ultimate reward, really, an award is happy clients, satisfied customers. What's the key element that sets Robert Custom Homes apart from all the others? You know, integrity first in all that we do. You know, building a quality home is everything to do with your integrity. You know, what happens when the homeowner's not there? You have to make decisions every day to complete a wonderful home, and to do that, you've got to have the integrity to make the right choice all the time. I've got several wonderful superintendents that have been with me 10-plus years, but um, I'm out there quite often on your job site making sure that things are being done to our standards and the standards you expect from a luxury custom home builder. For your next home, think Robert Custom Homes. Mike, how do we get a hold of you? You can reach us on the web at Robert, that's my last name, R-O-B-A-R-E dot net, Robert.net. For the last decade, it's been called the greatest libertarian show on earth. This year will be no different. Attended by the most brilliant conservative minds today, join us for Freedom Fest, July 19th through the 22nd at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas. This year, come hear the likes of Craig Gutfeld from Fox News, actor William Shatner, and SRN's very own Larry Elder and Michael Medved. Register now at FreedomFest.com and save $100 by using the code REASON100 at FreedomFest.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, all right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Where is it? So, uh-oh, what now? We were just talking about a plant that the deer wouldn't eat. Oh, here, do you want to come on the air? Oh, the... Oh, the... Uh, uh, flame acanthus. Flame acanthus. Oh, that's and, the plant of the we weekend. And we also talk about Sinisa. Oh yeah, Sinisa. Oh, it's it's where is it? it's it's right by the. Um, so you'll go that way and you'll see the greenhouse, and it's right behind the greenhouse. You can't miss them. Yeah, they that, look great. That, that would be a nice addition to your landscape if it's in full sun. Yeah, it's right. full sun. Absolutely. Oh yeah, because the oleanders, I guess. Okay, good luck. There you go. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And uh, the person who brought this, who I think wanted to, maybe wanted to be nameless, said that their mailbox, they they use Skullcap. Okay. Looks good all year and uh, has some good stuff to it. Okay. So they, they recommended that. Have you got a know. question? Did you have a question? Oh, can we ask it on the air? I want to know. You must be ready, trying to get ready for to have some tomato. You got a track tray full of tomatoes. Yeah, we're going to give you the microphone, and you'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. What's going on? Sure. I'm wanting to know what I can do to keep the wasps away from my front door, but attract them to the side of my house. Hmm. Because they don't hurt anything. But they are, yeah. They, they're. But they love they're, my front door, and oh. I'd like to spray something to keep them away from there. But the side yard is a is a breezeway where all the kids go to school. Yeah, <laughs> talk into the microphone. 
I'd love for them to have their nests along the side of the house. Well, have you have you tried just a regular wasp spray at the front door when, when there's no wasp there? Just a you might you might try a once a week spray there and see if it just discourages them from coming. Okay. Yeah. But there's no Not nothing that, that will attract them to the that no, I can spray no. to the side of the yard. Well, we're we're mainly looking at how to distract them. Yeah. You know. Um. Now we've there's some gardeners that swear that wherever they go the wasps go too. So, but but no, there's no formula that, as far as okay. I know for attracting them. All right. Well, that's good enough. All right. Okay. I'll have to try. That. Sorry about that. What they, the, what tomatoes did you buy? I bought Celebrity Roma and the HN nine sixty eight. Yes, sir. There you go. Those are good ones. Cherry tomatoes. Yeah. I have some at home also that I grew from seed. Oh, good. Okay. They're, they're Romas also, but All right. just not good. enough of them. Okay. Good luck. Good luck to you. Good luck with the wasps. Thanks a bunch. All right, 308-8867. Josie is on the line. Hey there, Josie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. How about you? Good. What's going on? Okay. Um... My house is about 33 years old and was beautifully landscaped at that time. And I have uh, any, uh, oh, at least five bushes of uh, pittosporum. And I and do do plants ever like you know sort of want to go into retirement permanently because <laughs> they are leggy and they, they you know they just don't look healthy anymore. <clears throat> so is it time to pull them out and replant? Yes, is it a dwarf pittosporum, or is it a, a variegated pittosporum, or is it a standard pittosporum? Well, I, I mean, don't know a, what a standard is. would be big. Is it huge? Yeah. No, I have one of those, too. You can't stop that from growing. It just grows like a maniac. Uh, right. These are the lower ones, you know, the shorter the dwarfs. ones through the front of the house. There's other okay. lighter, uh, taller things in the background. And there, there's, there are lots of trees, you know. I have there's shade, so I'm sure when the house was first built, it wasn't as shady. But can you, can you tell me if I should replant them? Well, they, they, they can, ta- they can handle the shade. Oh yeah, hit a storm. Okay. Yeah. Did they, did they, did they have freeze damage on them? I mean, do you see dead branches in them or? I do, and they're very leggy, and, you know, in years, in the beginning when we first lived here, I would even prune them, and they'd come back gangbusters, but they just really looked pathetic, and some of them, a couple of them completely died, so uh, I'm thinking, though, if they can take the shade like they have, then I should replace them with the same thing. Well, why don't you use Dwarf Yopon Holly? Uh, they they won't or, freeze. Dwarf, what kind? Dwarf yopon, y a u p o n, yopon holly. Uh, it's the it's the one that grows kind of the round shape that that's uh it's the okay, favorite. Think, <laughs> yeah, real greeny, greeny leaves. Right. Bright green leaves, and does it put out like little cherry uh, red? Uh, 
Not usually. No, it usually doesn't have berries. Yeah, the big the big one, the standard Yopon does puts out the red berries, but the okay. but the little the little the dwarf doesn't. It's just a really solid, thick, um, tough, drought tolerant plant. How Looks big good. does it get? After forty years, mine is uh, <laughs> mine is about uh, five feet tall. Oh, I don't want uh, I don't want anything that grows too big. I wanted to keep this, it. It's not, this is after forty years. They, oh. they don't grow. They don't grow very fast. They're, typically, they're like three foot tall and nice round shape. Right. But it, okay. they will. I mean, they will grow a little larger than that after a long time. But, but they won't freeze back like your uh, pittosporum, your dwarf pits will do. Okay. And another question I've been hearing about is. Um, Great myrtle bushes, you know, they don't grow like the trees. They're shorter ones. Um, Okay. Would those work, or do those have to have total sunshine? They do better with total sunshine. They bloom better in full sun. Okay, well, I guess that's not an option. And then the other big problem I have is with uh, uh, Andina's. Those mandinas are, some of them do not um, propagate root-wise as much as others, and others like that becomes a ground cover. Is there anything, you know, so every year I have to cut it right down to the ground, but they come right back, and they don't even die if you spray them with Roundup. I'd like to know, what could I do to cover the ground so they don't, don't have a chance of up. What? You want to you want to kill the Nandinas, Is that right? I don't want to kill the m- main mother one, but I want to stop them from propagating into a ground cover because the root system goes horizontal, and it's just a never-ending me clipping and cutting and huh. clipping. So is that just the way it is? Huh? <laughs> I I haven't had that same. I haven't had a problem like that, but. Uh, you may have to. You might live when live you cut them off. You need to cut them beneath the ground. Yeah, you know, I've done that, but they still, they still just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I pull on yeah, a piece. The root system is like six, you know, like ten, twelve, fifteen inches long, and I'll cut it, but it'll come back. I guess there's no hmm. solution for that. I no. guess not. I don't think so. Uh, and not, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to check uh, I'm out. I'm sorry. Uh, but, but if I if I do put pittosporums in, that would be good too. Are they what? Will pittosporums be well too? Uh, yeah, in place of the yopon holly. Yes, uh, you can use pittosporum. The reason I recommended yopon is uh, sometimes the dwarf pits. Uh, on a cold winter or a cold snap in the winter, sometimes you get uh, freeze damage on the dwarfs. Yeah, and a lot of times the freeze damage is slow to show itself. Right. In, the, in the next summer, you figure out that you had some freeze damage. Okay, when's the best time to put in the Yopon holly? Time of year. Well, you, well the best would be the fall, but you can actually put it in any time. They're easy to transplant. 
as long yeah. as you got somebody willing to water them. You got to water them right at the base, uh, at least once a week thoroughly. Uh, once once you get once you establish once you yeah. put them in, even for about, the, a, even year, in the for about a year or two. Yeah. So, uh, even and if I plant them in the fall, you know it was not as hot. So I still have to water them once a week for yes, for a little while, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank All you, right, Josie. Thank you for calling. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And it's a time to head on over to Millburgers for color and more. Let's start off with color. This week, Millburgers is featuring beautiful Vinca hanging baskets, regularly $16.99, now just $9.88. They'll look beautiful and perform well in our sunny and hot conditions. Millburgers also has another summer favorite, Bougainvillea hanging baskets, now in the 10-inch baskets for just $14.88. How about Lynn's Legacy Sinisa? These are absolutely gorgeous. Check them out online and then come on over to Millburgers and get them in the five-gallon container for just $16.88. How about the more? Now you'll find at Millburgers, fall tomatoes are at Millburgers in the four-inch pot, only $1.99. These are the tomatoes that are chosen for this area for our conditions. So head on over to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com. Let's go eat. Okay, but I'm really tired of those same old places. Yeah, me too. Hey, let's go back to that cute rustic place on the vineyard by Natural Bridge Caverns. Oh, yeah, let's have a quiet, romantic dinner. This time, let's save room for the cheesecake. Okay, I'll have that cold-smoked black-peppered ribeye. Don't forget, they have those great Texas grass-fed burgers, Texas red snapper, wonderful salads and appetizers. Count me in. We can start with a glass of Texas wine and stroll through the vineyards. The best part is we can afford to get a great steak without breaking the bank. Oak Valley Vineyards, not just a special occasion restaurant, an all-occasion restaurant. Come out, enjoy the relaxed and rustic atmosphere and the excellent food at Oak Valley Vineyards Restaurant and Venue. For reservations, call 830-980-8033, oakvalleyvineyards.com. Here's the phrase of the day, opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is when you missed out on something great because you chose something mediocre. Hi, Larry Elder here. The stock market is up, but you've been in cash because somebody told you it was going to crash. Stop listening to doomsayers. They may be costing you thousands of dollars of potential growth on your money. Call Pax Financial Group, a local advisory firm, at 210-881-5700 to help ease you back into investing. PaxFinancialGroup.com, 210-881-5700. Investment advisory services are offered through Pax Financial Group. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process. 
process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So, Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Jerry and Calvin just finishing answering a question off the air. So we remind you that you don't have to necessarily be on the air. It's always helpful to our other listeners if you do. But if you want to come by and ask your gardening question in person, that's great. Otherwise, you can call us like Mike has at 308-8867, 308-8867. there, Mike. What's going on? How y'all doing? Uh, good, good. What's going on? I got a, yeah, I got a problem with a. I put a plum tree in about six years ago. The most plums of the time it's had on it has been about three, and they stay like a little green hard plum that never get ripe. And it, I mean, it's it's no plums. Uh, I think, or my son thinks it was a Bruce type plum, and I just want to Bruce Bruce. Did you say Bruce Bruce? No, what, what did you say it was? Was it a plum? A plum. It was a plum, but one more time on the name. Bruce? Yeah, it's a plum, and it's a Bruce. Bruce. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. And anyway, Bruce, ha- Bruce has to have a power pollinator. Does it bloom? It, no, it doesn't bloom. It doesn't put on maybe five or six flowers, and that's it. Hmm. And it's in full sun. Oh, yeah. Down here near Poteet. And the foliage looks good. Yeah. It gets plenty of water. Hmm. The Bruce is a good plum. Uh, in fact, there used to be a, a plum industry based on, on Bruce in Atascosa County. Uh, but uh, they they found out uh, to really have a lot of fruit that it needs a, a pollinator, pollinator variety to bloom at the same time. But if it's not blooming, you know, I don't know what what the problem is on that deal. Well, uh, I, I just, just call, cut huh? back, just cut back on the fertilizer and uh, and the water. Well, I guess we could too. I thought about cutting it down and putting in a fig tree, but. I give up on it. Yeah, but it looks good. I mean, are you getting like 18 inches of new growth every year? Oh, yeah, it's a big old bush. And and that's the other thing. It's still looking like a tree. It looks like a great big old tumbleweed. It's it's bigger around than it is tall. Yeah. Yeah, that's plum. Yeah. Um, Hmm. That's... 
Yeah. Have you got any other peaches or plums or anything around the yard? Yeah, we got peaches. Uh, I got one peach tree that, oh, Lord, I guess it's 18 feet tall and maybe 18 feet across, and I got like four and a half gallons of real good peaches off of it, so everything else is doing okay except for this one tree. Hmm. Our, our Bruce plums, are they on their own rootstock? Yes. Okay. No, 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 wait a minute. No, they, they're, uh, I imagine the Bruce is, is grafted. They're, they're grafted trees. What? Like fruit trees. Yeah. Did you, does, uh, did you ever have any fruit on it? Well, about three of the most I've ever had on it. And like I say, they are about to, you saw them and it's green. They, they never ripen. They never ripen. Nope. Is there any any chance that the rootstock has come up instead of the uh, instead of the t- desirable top? Uh, you know, if, if it was a pe- if it was a peach tree, that's what we would would say. If you got a you got a fruit that never ripens, quite often the rootstock that describes what a rootstock will do, but. Uh, Hmm. Looks got me. If if it's a truly a Bruce plum, it uh, like I said. But the the pollinator deal is is what they found figured out years ago that it needed a pollinator variety to really produce a good crop. But what it has to it should have been blooming, and and you say it's never bloomed so. Uh, we can't. I, yeah. I can't figure out what that what that problem is. How how close do you live to one of the nurseries? Do you live? The closest one want... we live to is, is that used to be Virginia Twins, and it's got a new name now. But that's the oh. closest one to us. Yeah, yeah, I was just wondering if somebody could take a look at the foliage. Uh, just to see if it looks like a rootstock foliage rather than a tree. But, I, you know, I can't think of anything else, Jerry. Can no, you? no, I can't either. Yeah, that, yeah that's really pretty suspicious. Now, you could, if it was blooming, you know, you know then you could talk about uh, getting enough cold weather and uh, the pollinator. And but, now did, did it all come back at the same time this year? I mean, did it come back? Oh, yeah. Uh, hmm. I'll be doing I don't know either. You might have well, got stumped. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell you next year, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you how the fig tree's doing then. Okay. That might be a, a good alternative. I good think luck. so. All right. Good luck to you, sir. Sorry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mike. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867. Uh, guy writes, writes or somebody writes in said my 20 20 year old vitex has never been pruned and as a result it's now 25 feet tall that's right they go into small trees in the past few years the flowering seems to have declined so I'm wondering if I could do severe pruning this year after its initial bloom would that give it a better color or how about if I fertilize it now, um, 
if you prune, do you think it'll come back next year and, and cap as a small shrub from now on? Okay, you can you can go ahead and prune it, but uh, that's not gonna that's not gonna give it better color. I imagine you're dealing with an old, old well, I know you are if it's 20 years old, uh, an older Vitex. The Vitex that, uh, that we're selling here at Millburgers and that's all around town is a new one uh, that came out of Louisiana. Greg Grant uh, found, found several, made fire, several selections that came out of Louisiana that had a much larger bloom spike on it and a darker blue color. But the one you have 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 small, you know, but real small uh, bloom spikes. The pruning, pruning will not help, and the pruning will not won't hurt color. it though. I mean, it, it won't. won't hurt it. Uh, Forrest wrote him back, said my recommendation would be to wait until about February, then cut the tree back to the ground. It should then put up multiple new stems. You can leave them all, or select the ones you want to skip keep cut the others i would also recommend fertilizing it in march with several cups of high nitrogen lawn fertilizer spread about six feet out from the trunk and watered in good uh that that'll cause it to come back in a hurry but like i said the the bloom color and the bloom uh, size are genetically uh, controlled so you've got an old 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 type vitex uh, listen to listen to him t- toss those old varieties right out the window. You would you would think he was a young kid himself. Uh, you? no. <laughs> uh, this uh, you got another question said if I have a tangerine tree in the ground for probably three years close to the house on the south side and it's approximately ten feet tall now with no blooms and the main trunk tree. But there are two branches on the side of a large, a large pencil in diameter that bloomed last year and fruited, and it has fruit on it this year. Uh, they're at the bottom third of the tree. The leaves are larger than the big tree. I think that the rootstock has taken over. There you go. Because I didn't trim accordingly. My question is, how do I trim now? Will it kill the rootstock if I take more than 50% at this time? Answer. If this is a grafted tree, you should be able to see the graft union by looking at the trunk. If you don't see the union, the tree is probably growing on its own roots. The lower two limbs will be the same as all the others. If you can see the union and the two branches are below, you should cut them off to the main trunk. In other words, look at the... Uh, I, I ran into this situation down south, uh, and, and a person was growing citrus. And they had uh, they were growing satsumas. They said, what do you think of my satsuma tree? And I looked, and they had a, 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 a rootstock sprout going right up the center, you know, taller than the other tree. And they, and they were bragging about, look how well it's growing. I said, <laughs> I pulled out my pocket knife. It's got a pruning saw on it. And I said, I got bad news for you. You're growing a rootstock tree, not a not your the, the one you want. So, uh, and, and so they said, 
I'll cut it off. I'll cut that what cut cut that rootstock off. And I said, No, I'll cut that rootstock off. And with her with her standing there crying like a baby, I went ahead and cut about uh, two thirds of the tree away, which was the rootstock growing up, and left left the one with the with the big leaves and the fruit and the, and things like that. So uh, once you once you see that area that's uh, growing rapidly, sometimes it has thorns. Has a different leaf than most most the one that has fruit on it. Uh, then you cut that back to the as close to the main trunk as you can and get all that root stock out of there. You know, we we asked those questions concerning that Bruce plum that we had talked about earlier. Um, one of the things we brought up, uh, maybe we didn't pursue it enough, is uh, that this last winter there wasn't enough cold weather, wasn't enough chill. So a lot of peaches and plums uh, didn't didn't bloom as scheduled because they didn't get enough chill, and uh, you know, and they took they were even laid on their leaves. So if that uh, we were trying to figure out if that Bruce plum was in that situation, then you may not see those blooms that you expected, and uh, you know. It's not a pollination problem if there's no blooms, but it could be a lack of chill problem if there's uh, no blooms. So that was one of the points we were trying to make, which is a little a little different and it's a, a situation that is pretty unique to this last year. We had the, just a winter was too warm, and so a lot of the fruit trees just didn't develop as they would be expected. Got another question is that uh, I have two beds of holly ferns planted in the northern expo- planted in a northern exposure receiving a modest amount of morning filtered sun. They have been declining for nearly a year. The fronds yellow and shrivel and the plant has an overall dry look rather than rather than a, the expected uh, lushness. I have cut cut at least six, I have to cut at least six to ten yellowed or dead fronds off each plant approximately once a week. I must be missing something. I know that this should be a good location for ferns and that they are generally pest free. The answer is uh, while these plants are perennials and do come back in mild winters, they are not long-lived perennials, and you should expect what you are seeing. Uh, plant them in full sun or light shade. Uh, fertilize with any complete fertilizer, such as lawn fertilizer, and one of the many water-soluble fertilizers about once a month, and water when the soil around them gets dry to the touch about one inch deep. So uh, uh, it's best to just replant with new plants because the the older the the uh, the plants tend to uh, they're weak perennials. There there are many weak perennials. A lot of weak there. perennials when it's hundred degrees. Yeah, out and especially and alkaline soil and especially ferns. Uh, Shasta daisies, uh, phlox, all kinds of plants react the same way. 
someone okay. worried about uh, Asian Jasmine uh, as a ground cover uh, being listed as, as poisonous. Is this true? Are they poisonous enough to be an issue in an area where small dogs would have access and a puppy might chew? Talking about Asiatic Jasmine. If that were true, then we, we'd probably have a dead dogs all over San Antonio yeah. as much Asian as Jasmine dog, is. All my generations of dogs would not have survived <laughs> to 15 years old. Forrest writes back, I found nothing to indicate that this plant is toxic and is certainly one of the most used ground covers in Texas. The deer eat it and suffer no ill effects that I've seen. What plants, what plants or flowers can a person plant to repel mosquitoes, gnats, wasps, etc.? There are no plants that will effectively repel insects. There is a scented geranium sold as citronella plant that might repel mosquitoes for a distance of a few inches, but not enough to be of assistance. Hmm. Well, guys, we've come to the end of another show. Oh, no. That's right. So we're going to begin to wrap it up for today, but I want to remind you a couple things. Uh, if you're looking for uh, more information on uh, the upcoming uh, children's workshop here on bugs, go to millburgernursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. You'll find out about this event and other events in San Antonio, and it's your place to get the newsletter. So, uh, Millburgers puts out a monthly newsletter. You can get it mailed to you, or you can have a digital copy sent to you through email. But go to MillburgerNursery.com. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Carlo doing a great job uh, getting all the calls on the air and helping us uh, sound so good. And, of course, thanks to you, as always, for listening. We're back next Saturday and Sunday here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm Mill. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.